Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Woody Banter Book Club podcast. I am Maddie here with Courtney. Hello, and today we are back to normal business with Hello. Addicted to You by Krista and Rebecca Ricci. They're sisters, I believe. Um, and this is what, like a 10 book series? Uh, yeah. We're just doing the first one for now. So uh, don't don't get too excited. But we will yeah. be reviewing this book today. Uh, I'm a little excited to get back to our normally scheduled episodes. Me too. Uh, it, it was like, it was a little, a little weird not talking about our pillars or if we'd recommend these books to our sisters. I know. Just felt like. You know what? I loved having guests. It was nice mm-hmm. to mix things up a bit, but I'm a girl who loves consistency. I love a, mm-hmm. a good, reliable schedule. So mm-hmm. um, it's nice to be back in our normal swing of things. Yes. But um, I also need to mention that Maddie's MMC picked this uh, series for us. So. Yes, he did. He, we said, Terry, you can choose any book for us to read for the podcast. And he technically chose Ricochet, which is this one, which is the second book in second the series. Book. And I started reading this book and I was like, I'm so confused. Either this book <laughs> is very poorly written or I'm missing a whole chunk. And the answer was I was missing a whole chunk. Because yeah. Quite a, quite a big chunk, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I was missing a whole backstory. I was like, they're, they're just telling me things in this book. Like, I should know what had happened. So... Surprise, because you should yes. have known. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so today we are going to be talking about Addicted to You. Now, I don't recall which one of us is supposed to be giving the summary. So I think that if you want, I can do it. Sure, go for okay. it. Okay, so Addicted to You follows two characters, Lauren Hale and Lily Calloway. And both of them are addicted to something. Lauren Hale is a full-fledged alcoholic. And <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then alcoholism is also something to joke about. <laughs> but. <laughs> I think I can. We'll get into that later. <laughs> I mean, technically, I think I can too. But, like. <laughs> um, and then Lauren Hale is addicted to, or sorry, Lily Calloway is addicted to sex. Ooh. And not the book kind that we all yeah. enjoy. The real mm-hmm. kind. The real the kind. Mm-hmm. And together they are, they are enablers of one another in, in the yeah. worst possible way. Uh, this story basically the story starts out with the two of them they have been fake dating for the last three years but there's tension between the two of them you know sometimes Lauren whenever he's drunk he likes to kind of um, I don't like poke at Lily's addiction being like oh do you want me to do you know something sexual and that is when I realized that all the women on Instagram need therapy because you should not be with somebody who is so enabling. I don't under. Oh, he's so bad. He's so bad for her. He's so bad for everybody. They're terrible for each other. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so they are just, you know, 
fake dating. And then eventually they kind of are just like, well, I actually kind of like you. And she's like, okay, well, I actually kind of like you. And he's like, well, we can use our, our relationship with each other to try and stop our addictions. Because <laughs> that's worked so many times in the past for everybody who's ever been addicted to something. Mm-hmm. Yes, people are the cure. Other yes. people. Yes, exactly. Um, and it doesn't work, of course. And it just follows okay. their very, very toxic relationship. I'd like to mention, though, that this is... this Their relationship is toxic... But it is, to, to be honest, I think Alex and Ava still hold number one for most toxic relationship. Because this is a this is not a good relationship. Lauren and Lily are not good together. But, like, they had, like, they had vices, okay? Ava and Alex just suck. Yeah. So. True enough. True enough. Um, also, I feel it pertinent to mention the reason they fake date is because they are from these high society families mm-hmm. they own um her lily's parents own basically like the coca-cola of this world mm-hmm. um and then uh lauren's family owns baby basically like johnson and johnson mm-hmm. so like they're very their parents are very prominent figures in society they are dating yes. each other so people will leave them alone about their addiction yeah and also nobody knows about their addictions except for one another yeah truly uh, yeah they're a train wreck yeah so it follows it follows their relationship as they are learning that they actually like each other and there's other characters that are involved and people who are introduced and things go all around crazy um let's just move on to the recommendation portion now would you recommend this book to a fellow reader it depends to be honest with you so i i know a lot of people in my life who suffer from addiction uh and I don't know that this is a super accurate portrayal of how it feels and how it is. I also think like the enabling of both of them is just extreme and toxic. So I would, I would almost put like a trigger warning for that, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, That being said, I also know other people who have read, I think Grace read this series and she liked it. So I think it's just like, if you're in, I wouldn't even call it like a dark romance, but I feel like if you're into stuff like this or adjacent to it, you would probably like it. Personally, it wasn't my cup of tea, um, just because I have known people with addiction my entire life. And so like, I thought it was bad representation. And I also thought it glamorized mm-hmm. what addiction is. I mean, like, they clearly mess up throughout the book because of their urges and their addictions, but like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because they're wealthy or what I, I, but it, to me, it just wasn't reflective of at least my experience with people who suffer from addiction. So would I recommend it? Probably not to like most of the people who read what I like to read, which is happy rom-com romancy books or fantasy romance. Um, that being said, it could be it could be up your alley. So don't discount it. But I personally probably wouldn't recommend this to most of my friends who read. 
Honey. Yeah, I here's the thing. I felt like the the glamorization of their addictions in this book really like put me off of it mm-hmm. and i know that there were some parts of it that were really accurate like the fact that lauren this is a, it's kind of a spoiler but not really that lauren gets really mean when he's really drunk which is very common for people who are who are alcoholics you know they're they Absolutely. are really mean to you and like that's accurate and stuff and then but her her addiction to sex it felt more like a ooh isn't this kind of sexy that she's kind of addicted to sex rather than it being as detrimental as it actually is and there were parts of it that acknowledged how detri- detrimental it was but for the most part it was just her being like i really want to sleep with Lauren right now yeah and there were i mean there was a couple situations she got herself into that were seriously dangerous mm-hmm. and to her it was just like a wednesday afternoon like mm-hmm. hooking up with some random guy in a coat closet somewhere like mm-hmm. I-, I did not like that glamorization either right and so like throughout the book they she fights with the notion that like people have called her kind of slutty mm-hmm. um in the past and stuff like that and and you know i can appreciate when an author is trying to address like slut shaming and stuff like that but when it comes to an actual addiction like she has a problem it's not that she's promiscuous it's that she has like a compulsion Mm -hmm. um, that actively puts her in perilous situations like it's very problematic and i think the glamorization of that is also just a little problematic i agree um so would you recommend this book to your sisters um absolutely not uh one (laughs) Because there is smut. Some of the moments are kind of fade to black. Some are more intense. Um, but aside from that, like, my people in my family have struggled with addiction. And I just, like I said, I don't think this is a good representation. Um, and so, like, I don't want them to read something like this and equate those people in our family who have suffered from addiction to, like, the enabling and the terrible decisions and stuff that are happening in mm-hmm. this book. I mean, there there are a lot of real and raw moments, but I think they're kind of overstepped by the fact that it 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 glamorizes a lot of this. Yeah, um, I too would not recommend it to uh, my sisters because I just for the same reason, you know, I just like addiction has been a part of people who are in my family as well mm-hmm. a part of their lives and a part of my life not me as the addict but witnessing the addiction and everything like that and i just don't think it did a very good job of showing what it's really like to be around somebody who's addicted and yes lauren was mean and yes Lily was trying to have sex a lot, but I don't think that either of those are truly what addiction really is. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if it's also just because they come from like wealthy means, right? But like when I picture addiction, I picture like a lot of interpersonal betrayals. There's Mm -hmm. breaking things, there's stealing from people that you love and care about. Like, it turns you into someone you don't want to be and like I, I it they in the book they make it seem like this is who they've been all along and I get people who have addictive personalities 
but like the the things that they're doing to pursue their addictions i don't know if it's just because of the level of like wealth that they come from or what but it's just very much different than what i equate addiction with but yeah it's not for my sisters so yeah if you're watching this it's banned from you all three of you yeah so okay so now we're gonna move on to our four pillars we have four main pillars that we like to rank all of our romance books on and then we follow it up with an overall rating so our very first pillar that we like to talk about is the most important which is the witty banter so courtney what did you think of the witty banter in this book uh, I thought it was practically non-existent between the two main characters. However, there were some side characters, namely um, Connor, who we get introduced to pretty late in the game, honestly, in the book. Um, but he is uh, Lily's tutor. He's very smart, and he also is just like, he has a knack for telling the God's honest truth and like not being... Um, malicious about it just kind of slips out right and also her sister rose like there's some good banter between connor and rose there's good banter between connor and uh lily and lauren so i do think that there is some but it it doesn't contribute to like the relationship between the two main love interests in the book Mm -hmm. so i I, i'm gonna give it like a two honestly just because it wasn't between the two characters like that could be because they've known each other for so like so well for so long but like I felt like there could have been plenty of opportunity for some witty banter instead of witty banter Lauren is just kind of mean Mm -hmm. um and Lily just kind of takes it but I did like Connor he provided at least some sort of element to that so I'm gonna give it a two yeah I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna also give it a two because I agree they like their conversations weren't really like witty they were just like i have an addiction i too have an addiction let's enable one another (laughs) so conversation so i think that there was like really not that much witty banter but i do i did like also rose and connor's relationship i like that it was developing and i think that I know that one of the books is about them, so... Yeah, they're, like, academic rivals, so mm-hmm. that, you know, that that's giving almost kind of, like, Emily Henry vibes. Mm-hmm. I feel like their book would be good, potentially, but, yeah, there's some good back and forth between them, which brings it up from what would be mm-hmm. an abysmal one or zero, but it was still relatively non-existent throughout the book. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, so our next category is the character development. So what did you think of the character development in this book? Without spoilers, because I think that there's like a big way that we could spoil what happens with the character development. Um, but like overall, like what did, what do you think? Um, I kind of, I, I don't know. I felt like the character development kind of sucked to be honest um they just kind of suck throughout the whole book and then Mm -hmm. what I will say is their hands are essentially forced at the end Mm -hmm. so I don't really consider that character development either because it's not like they took it upon themselves to acknowledge their problems they basically like back themselves into a corner inadvertently um 
So I'm also going to give that a two. Like throughout the book, obviously they come together, right? So they overcome an obstacle of we were fake dating, now we're real dating. And they were also very, very closed off. And Lily starts to get closer to her sisters and her family a little bit more. And they also start to let in people like Connor uh, to be friends when it's really only ever just been the two of them so that they can enable their addictions without anybody on the outside being worried. But I felt like it was relatively non-existent. So I'm also going to give that a two. Interesting. I actually, you know, I think I'm going to give it a three because I agree with what you said, but without spoiling anything, and we'll talk about it in the spoilers, I feel like there was a little bit. Um, And there's like particular lines that I want to quote, but I don't want to like say what happens because I don't want everybody to know what happens if you haven't read the book yet. Um, So I'm going to go with a three, but my reasoning for it is on hold until we talk about it in the spoiler section. Okay. Uh, Moving forward, our next category is the smut. And I'd like to go first for this one. By all means. For her addiction and how it was like described for everything else, I expected the smut scenes to be way, way spicier. This is like maybe a two. Like, it's just not, it's just not there. No. So, I don't don't think the smut was very good. It's kind of boring. Yeah, like, there's a few fade to black moments. There's a Mm -hmm. few more detailed, intimate moments. But yeah, considering her addiction is sex, you would Mm -hmm. think that it would be little more detailed perhaps i don't know also when i like sometimes when i'm reading smutty parts i'm like oh my gosh um that did not happen at all Mm -hmm. when i read this Mm -hmm. book so i think i'm i'm thinking i'm also gonna give it a two this is like kind of low ratings for me and i didn't like hate hate this book but like just on the scale we normally rate things on i think it fell flat on a lot of those so i'm gonna see I think it would have been good if they had just omitted the actual smut scenes and just made them all fade to blacks. I think that would have been really great. Uh, Like, they don't have to make all of it super, super smutty if they don't want Mm -hmm. to do that. They could just get rid of it and not have any smut at all. And it would still be just as impactful. Yeah. I think it's just boring. It's the inconsistency that, like, kind of messed with it, too. Yeah, maybe one sister wrote one chapter and the next sister wrote the next chapter and then nobody ever read it, so. Perhaps. Um, so then our last category, what is our, realism. Our last category is realism. Look at that, I forgot. It's been so long, I forgot what the last category was. Uh, realism. I already know what you're going to say and I'm going to quote what you're going to say right now. It's kind of hard because they're so rich, so I don't really understand what their struggles are. And also, like, I don't have addictions, so I don't know if their addicted addictions are correct. I have known people in my life with addiction, and I think that they got some parts right, but most of it is wrong and glamorized, and I don't like that. So wow. I'm going to give it a two. Spot on. <laughs> I need I need not say anything. <laughs> Um, that's exactly how I feel too. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, no, is there anything else you wanted to add? No, Mm -mm. no, (laughs) no, I covered, I covered it all. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I the realism in this, it just was like it's just not exist like it's just not realistic in my opinion. I don't think that the big plot twists or anything like that. I mean, didn't really seem super realistic or something that like really happens, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Nah. All right. Well, then with that, let's move on to our spoiler section overall overall. oh you're correct overall overall you know what i give this book a three i didn't love it and i didn't hate it i feel very neutral about this book um i don't like the story was fine The, the problem is that there's really no plot in this book it's just them doing things and nothing really happens so like it's just watching two people who are suffering with addictions suffer with their addictions. And so it's not really, nothing really ever happens in it, but I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I also didn't hate it. So I gave it a three. Yeah. I, despite the fact that I gave it twos on all of our pillars, like I said, you know, those pillars are just kind of like what's important to us, but it doesn't mean that just because they don't hit well, that it's not like that. It's a bad book or it's not a good book. I'm also gonna give it a three because I it wasn't like I didn't want to finish it like I I had to put it down and not finish it and there have been books that we've reviewed on this podcast where I have felt that way like I didn't even want to finish the book um would it be something I would go out of my way to read again no uh that being said like it it's relatively well written in terms of like writing capabilities uh but it wasn't terrible it wasn't great i don't think it deserves a super low rating overall um and i think for some people it might be your cup of tea so a three a three is a pretty good neutral a cuppa um but just know because we don't do halves and stuff in my head it's like a low three it's not like a high three something that should like almost as a four no Mm -hmm. um low end of the three spectrum for this one yeah and i don't have any fan castings either i i I, you know actually for um lily i was picturing lucy hale because of just the way that she's described um but i don't have any like serious like fan castings for lauren or connor or rose or anybody so yeah well alrighty then we'll move on to our spoiler section so if you have not read this book and you're planning on reading it after this review Hop off and come back once okay. you are done reading it. And once you're done reading it, you can hear the rest of our thoughts, the spoilers of our thoughts. Um, for those of you who have read it, welcome to the spoiler section. So great to have you here. So let's talk about... I like Listen, there's not... I honestly don't have a whole lot to say about this book because I feel like this is like a pretty forgettable book in my opinion it's not something that i'm going to pine over for the next several weeks and think about um it's just going to be me looking at this book one more time as i put it on my shelf and forget about it (laughs) so let's i i feel like we should try to go like in order but i don't really have a whole lot to say about the things that happen Okay. Well, yeah. So let's, I mean, like the book starts off there in their fake relationship, right? And he's Mm -hmm. drinking, she's screwing. Their respective 
addictions and they've been doing this for a while they have a system that works but unfortunately it has closed everyone off in their lives from them like their their families uh they don't really get in they don't have any friends or anything they're not doing well in school uh one of the first I guess one of the first funny things that happens in my opinion is they're sitting in class and she's uh feeding her addiction by watching Mm -hmm. porn in the back of class and of course what happens the sound comes on of course um I would personally remove myself from the classroom and drop out of college if that happened to me but I also am not googling porno in the back of my classrooms so um and like I understand I don't know that that's part of the addiction where I'm like come on like she couldn't at least go in the bathroom or something to watch it like she's sitting in class that lack of care uh and maybe that is realistic for sex addicts I don't know but um yeah, and then she just gets herself – she talks about, like, every other weekend she's at a club in a bathroom with some random guy, and she will only hook up with a guy once, which I'm like, wow, that is super scary uh, and mm-hmm. also very dangerous for those of you wondering. If you never took sex ed even though you were <laughs> yeah, all throughout school. Yeah. Um, so, but, I mean, I, when I read that, I laughed a little. I giggled. Um then the next notable moment for me, I'm not sure if you have anything in between, is the boat. Uh, right. <laughs> honestly, when I was reading that, so they, they're on a boat, right? They're on a, a yacht. They got tricked, basically, into going on a vacation with her family. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's fiending for, you know, the stuff. And he's like, don't hook up with that waiter. Hmm. Uh, and she's like, but I need it, you know? So mm-hmm. somebody's got to give it to me. And he's like, I'll give it to you. Um, but all I can think about is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> the implication. <laughs> because of the implication. So. What do you mean? The implication. Yeah, you know, the implication. They're alone on a boat with you. They're not going to say no because of the implication. <laughs> they can say no, but they won't because of yeah. the implication. So that's like. I don't know. And that just kind of ruined the whole thing for me because I was thinking about that. Yeah. She literally, I mean, like, she's literally left without choices. So she that's when her and Lauren decide to finally, like, hook up again. They did it once when they were kids. And then they're like, let's do this for real. Yeah, um, because of the implication. Because of the implications. Except for, like, yeah. her big struggle, too, throughout the book is she's like, oh, I don't want to cheat on him. I can't cheat on him. I don't want to cheat on him. I'm like, you are not a likable woman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he uh, also, like, he's he a says, sex with a bargaining ship with her. Yes. All the time. He always uses sex to, like, get her to do what something. Yeah. And the problem is, is that he is an alcoholic, and alcoholics do manipulate people to try and get what they want so that the attention is not onto their alcoholism it's onto other and it might be true for other addicts addictions too but i only have experience with alcoholism and so like that's just like a part of their personality as an, an addict and he uses her 
sex addiction to manipulate her into like forgetting about other things or like trying to get her to do other things like throughout the book whenever um reich comes in he's like a total dick to him and he like like is like literally like gonna like have sex with her on the counter like in front of reich in order just to get her to like get him to leave and it's just like dude yeah it's just an asshole like and yeah. i don't the whole okay so speaking of reich when he gets introduced they are dating at this point mm-hmm. they have met connor they're friends with connor and i actually i love connor so now that we're in the spoiler portion she hires connor as a tutor to try and help her get through economics and he constantly is like telling her to her face that she's stupid mm-hmm. um but not like maliciously he's just like he's one of those smart people who like mm-hmm. he knows he's smart he knows everyone knows he's smart and he knows at least when people get to know him they know that it's not coming from a, a malicious place there's just not really like a filter mm-hmm. and he also admits to them that like he's like well i know who your parents are that's why i want to be friends with you and also you guys are kind of like entertaining to watch in your stupidity mm-hmm. um so he makes me laugh uh they go to this Halloween party dressed in ridiculous slutty X-Men costumes. Um, and Lauren, his in his true form, breaks into the expensive liquor cabinet and then he gets cornered by a bunch of teenage mutant ninja, ninja, ninja killers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Reich, which we find out later why he kind of stepped in to save the day. Reg is just kind of standing there and he's like, hey, there's something going on in the basement so that they can all flee. And then they he gets in the car with them when they're fleeing. Uh, and I don't know. Reich such an interesting character add-in for mm-hmm. the series. But um, he basically, I don't want to say he like blackmails Lily, but he approaches Lily and he's like, I, your boyfriend is an alcoholic. And she's like, shut up, he's not an alcoholic. And he's like, he's an alcoholic and he needs help. And you're an enabler. Yeah, and he's like, I want you to help me become friends with him so that I can help him not be an alcoholic. And I'm like, this scheme makes no sense, but okay. No. Random bystander, which, again, we'll get into this in a minute, but he's not a random bystander, which makes sense Mm -hmm. because what person sees an alcoholic that they don't know or care for who is not an alcoholic or a previous alcoholic themselves and is like, I am going to take it upon myself to fix this person's life. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing that. Um, but so he, he finesses his way into their lives under the cover of writing a story about their families and stuff. And then Lauren tries to bang her on the counter to get him to leave. I'm like, have some propriety, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Halloween happens, which also is Lauren's birthday. Ah, uh, yes. And so they're like dressed up. I wanted to mention though that there are definitely when I was reading this book, I could absolutely one hundred percent tell that it was written in like twenty twelve. Because oh, yeah. like it was pretty much her being like, I threw my hair up into a messy bun and put on my infinity scarf and my peplum top as I got ready to go <laughs> to the party tonight. And like, yeah. that's, that is the vibe that I got from this. And it was giving very much 2012. Um, 
So they dress up like X-Men and everything's going fine. By the way, Lauren, it's Lauren's 21st birthday. So everybody's excusing his his super drunkenness for it being his 21st birthday because when you turn 21, that's what you do. You go and you get drunk. Um, But, like, I, they go back to the p- apartment and, like, Reich is, like, trying to, like, is basically telling Lily that she's a bad girlfriend, which she is valid valid criticism of lily and True. then lily is like oh, i'm so sad oh, i'm not a bad girlfriend i'm always there for him oh. you're mean get out yeah and then the whole time she's thinking about like having sex with lauren so it's like even though he's literally incapacitated yeah um so then what happens after that uh they I don't know like nothing like literally nothing they they go her sister has like a fashion show and they go to the fashion show but then they miss it because um lily wants to have sex so she and lauren go and have sex they decide that they're gonna both try to fight their addictions for a while because reich convinces him to try to get sober like at home so he's like doing a detox at home but like he immediately relapses at a party with his dad there and his dad is like you're embarrassing me. Why are you drunk right now? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm an alcoholic dad, don't you know? And he's like, you're not an alcoholic, you're just 21 years old. <laughs> he's like, you don't know anything about me. Which is funny, because like I've never met an alcoholic in my life who confesses that they're an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, no, they do everything yeah. in their power yeah. to hide that. Yeah, exactly. And also, um, like, I think they allude to the fact that he's not like a great dad. Right? Mm-hmm. But, like, also, don't go to your parents' high-end party for his corporation, his ultra-mega mm-hmm. corporation, and act like a dumbass. Yeah. Of course he's gonna be upset. Then, of course, at this party, we get the reveal of who Reich is. Reich is the legitimate child of Lauren's dad. Lauren is the bastard child of his father. So, it's very weird in that way that he would have a child with somebody else Mm -hmm. other than his wife who had just had reich or was about to have reich i I don't know their exact age gaps i can't remember but that he would have a child with them and then keep that child and then treat it like a shit for the rest of its life (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i don't really get that i also like i understand i this is not like feudal England. So why are we like, I mean, it happens every day in America where like people cheat on their spouses and have extra marital kids. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay, what this whole setup, because normally you would think like the bastard kid, bastard kid, again, not feudal England, but they'd be the (laughs) one to get get the kick to the curb. Right. Not like Mm -hmm. the legitimate, well, I don't know. It was weird. Um, yeah. And also, I thought it was kind of, not funny, but, like, Reich, when he was initially trying to get into their closed-off circle, he told Lily, he was like, my dad was an alcoholic, and that's why I want to help. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Stones yeah. talk from the truth there, friend. Like, okay. But, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I... The plot point eh, for me. Yeah. Um, 
So he finds that out. He also, this is the part where I think he has a little bit of character development because he tells his dad he's going to go to rehab. And his dad's like, "You're, I'm going to cut you off of your money and all your trust fund and everything like that. Which, okay. Moving on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he gets cut yeah. off from his trust fund. And then they leave the party and they go home, they pack a bag, and then Reich takes Lauren to rehab. And Lily is sitting there like, okay, well, I guess I just have one goal, and that's to not cheat on Lauren while he's in rehab to get sober. I guess I will also try and get sober. Yeah, and I, like, I don't know, I... The fact that that's, like, her character development or, like, that's her main concern, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it, like... I get it. She's a sex addict, but it's also really frustrating. Like, it's hard to root for these people the way that I normally root for romance story characters. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like they're usually their struggles are not like, oh, I just have to not cheat on my partner. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we come from like different backgrounds, or um, like I have trauma, and so I don't want to open my heart up to somebody. It's not like. I need to get my fix and my boyfriend Mm -hmm. is trying to do what's best for him. So I really hope I can not sleep with anyone else. Right. Also her sisters find out about her addiction and they're like really supportive of her getting help. But like, I, I think that Lauren was able to make a choice to go to rehab. He -hmm. was able to choose to do that and he did it for himself and i think lily is like oh he's doing this for us so i'm going to do this for us and so cuz lily's hand was completely like she had to fold she didn't get any choices she had to do it because lauren's leaving so it was either cheat yeah. on lauren and ruin her relationship or do it also and so she yeah. didn't actually make any choice to do that yeah and like she was forced I... to choose I like that her sisters are supportive, but at the same time, like, it's also just frustrating that, like, the reason Lily changes is because she's forced back into this corner with Lauren leaving. Like, she did really awful things to her sisters who only ever just cared about her. Even Rose as, mm-hmm. like, sharp and, and as um, rude and mean as she can mean as she can be sometimes, like, the fact that Lily left her fashion show was so hurtful and like I feel like she just never really took full accountability for like what she had done to her sisters who have only ever Mm -hmm. wanted the best for her and cared for her um and so like that was something I was kind of disappointed in I wish like she would have had a coming to Jesus moment of her like on her own with like I really hurt these people who care about me my sisters and so I'm gonna tell them the truth not because I'm like struggling with this and now I'm alone because Lauren's gone but because I hurt them and I need to acknowledge that and try and get better so that I can be a better sister to them like I didn't feel like that was motivation you know that's kind of what's happening in Ricochet because it happens when Lauren is in Mm -hmm. rehab so it's her hanging out with her siblings and Reich and everybody and yeah I it's just it's kind of I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of what it is. To be honest with you, I don't really think that Lily and Lauren had a lot of chemistry together. Um, It was just a lot of, like, convenience, dating of convenience. Um, 
And I think that she actually had chemistry with Reich. And I think that that would have been a better route yeah. for her to go down. Um, but. Yeah, I was more excited when Connor asked Rose out. Yeah, me too. I was like, yes, yes. I also, oh I'd God. also like to point out that I think, now I don't know for sure. Okay, but this is like in what I've picked up so far from this book. So it's like very little i think mm-hmm. that they're trying to make reich and daisy happen but reich is 23 and daisy is 15 yeah so grooming that's weird that's yeah weird and they also allude to the fact um because daisy's like a model right mm-hmm. they allude to the fact like at least uh lily's initially concerned a little bit about how much she's like traveling to model with her mom and stuff Mm -hmm. but then they never really follow up on that again yeah there's not really a whole lot happening in this book like i said there's really there's seriously nothing happening in this book it's just two people with addictions talking to each other and enabling each other yeah that being said i mean like again it wasn't like an awful super hard read there were funny moments there were moments there were moments that i liked but it's not necessarily what i am looking for when i pick up a romance novel yeah it I lacked just, the romance to be honest yeah there just wasn't a whole lot of romance in this and i did not really like that yeah but i don't know that's pretty much all i have to say about this book is there anything that we're forgetting to mention I don't think so. I think we hit most of the major plot points in our issues with like character flaws and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed to reading some other books in this series in the future. I just mm-hmm. want like more plot. I want more adversity, I guess. Like obviously addiction is a huge adversity to overcome. But like, I I don't know, in a lot of the other books that we read, there's just all these other outside factors that they have to overcome together. And I just felt like it was lacking in this book. I know the second book's kind of like an extension of this one goes further into um, Lily's perspective and stuff. But yeah, overall, I don't know, might be worth your time. It might not. You just have to to see for yourself if that's something you're interested in reading if it's something that's super personal to you or if you've struggled with addiction um might be something that's kind of hard to read to be honest i'm not sure so just take that with a grain of salt but um yeah i I mean and i don't know that we'll be doing the rest of this series anytime soon probably not so i'm probably gonna finish ricochet because i literally already read like three fourths of it but (laughs) well and yes and i i we purchased it together when terry picked it out so i already own the second book i will read it at some point but it is not at the top of my tbr right now Mm -hmm. there's plenty of other stuff that has what i personally am looking for when i read that's just more of a priority for me um but you know go on goodreads maybe read a few reviews for yourself and decide um as always you know we appreciate you guys listening to our opinions but at the end of the day that's what they are they're just opinions based on our preferences and stuff like that so yeah um okay so next week we will be reading do you have it with you mine's all the way um in my bedroom and i do not want to stand up and go get it (laughs) Um, okay no (laughs) well 
Next week, we will be reading People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Emily Henry. Which is one that I'm very excited and very much looking forward to. I love Emily Henry. Um, We're going to be doing Happy Place eventually, but we are I'm waiting for it to come out in the uh, not hard copy because I Uh, hate hard copies. Yes, I was gifted the hard copy, so I will gratefully accept, but Mm -hmm. I will not be reading it right now just because it's we like to try and read these books, you know, the same week that we're recording these episodes just because mm-hmm. we read so much stuff that, like, sometimes it's we miss out on things if we if we read them later on um, mm-hmm. and we – or if we review them later on. So I'll be reading that probably late this summer so that we can review it in the early fall. Um but hopefully that'll give you guys a chance to review some of the other reviews of it coming out and let it die down a little bit um, before mm-hmm. you get our opinion. That being said, the cover, super cute. Super yes. cute. Love the I just need to match these ones because I'm not I'm not doing I don't like hard copies to begin with, but mm-hmm. I'm I just match with my other Emily Henry books. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that is it for this episode. So if you liked our episode, make sure you if you're listening to us, make sure you leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate it. Uh, hit that thumbs up button. Yeah. Hit the subscribe like maybe. button. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um and follow us on our social medias we have a tiktok an instagram a facebook and a pinterest so you can go find us on there at the woody banter book club and that is all i have to say uh yeah keep an eye on our pages we have some really exciting stuff coming down the line i'm really excited for a lot of the projects maddie and i have in the works we're trying to expand what we do um with books to encompass a little bit more but of course we will always be bringing you this content through the podcasts um so keep your eyes on that uh we'll have some really great announcements coming down the line but other than that as always happy happy reading reading.